You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk Hi and welcome to the fourth in a series of mini edition podcasts looking at the King's Place Festival 2011. This runs from Thursday the 8th to Sunday the 11th of September. This is the fourth King's Place Festival and the unique formula of 100 concerts in just four days gives you a series of exciting speed dates with King's Place's yearly programme. So jazz pianist Robert Mitchell is a key part of this year's festival and over four concerts he collaborates with the likes of cellist and singer Ayana Witter-Johnson, saxophonist Ian Ballamy and violinist Omar Puente, as well as a solo set dedicated to the left hand. We caught up with him on the phone to ask whether he was looking forward to a very busy few days playing at the festival. Uh, Yeah, Uh, I've not uh, ever done a combination like that, Um, but I thought the opportunity was was so great. I've always had a very good time at King's Place that I'd I'd make sure I'd uh, try and do uh, a bit of more or less less everything. Uh, That's most of the things I I kind of do, so it's really nice to have them in, in such close proximity like that. And with your solo set that you're performing, that's based around the based around music for the left hand. Yes, some of the set, hopefully at least half, will be a few pieces I've been developing. I had written something a few years ago for a, for a classical pianist, and after the initial uh, worry, it proved really a fascinating area. And been um, writing slowly and researching as well into not only the music but the the culture surrounding left-handedness, full of very heroic stories in terms of the musicians that have contributed and made working <laughs> at the instrument not only you know feasible and possible but also have, have made sure that you know composers have provided some amazing music and playing a solo piano set is that that where you feel most at home in some ways yes as it, as it was the first thing i did and the only thing for most of my studies before the age of um, 18. It's it's really interesting now, 20 plus years later, that it's balanced out in a way with the ensemble stuff that I do. But there is, um, because of those early years, it, you know, there still is a feeling of, you know, um, coming home to a degree in a way. And so firstly, the collaboration with uh, Ayanna Witter-Johnson, tell me about how this came about. Um, I've known about it for quite a while because of her connections to a number of other musicians I've known and getting publicity through her um, composing work as well. But I, via her management um, series, we did a residency and um, we did a brief tour um, in a few places around the UK. And this was prior to her returning to her studies in America and winning, um, tying for first at the um, great historic Apollo Theatre in New York. Um, scene of you know, um, you know Michael Jackson, Prince, you know a host of Motown stars, James Brown, all sorts of people have have broken through and made a name for themselves at that place. She's an amazing talent. And when you work with these different artists, is there a certain sense of improvisation um, that keeps you you know on on your toes? Yes. Um, added to that, there's, there's quite a bit of of either new music or or music I've, I've not performed as yet. So. That has its own um, pressures and expectations, but I think with the musicians I'm, I'm doing it with, we've known each other for a while, mostly. Uh, so there'll be a, uh, an, a nice bunch of um, rehearsals um, period before we um, we do perform. King's Place has turned into one of my favourite places anywhere. 
so um, I'm, like everybody is watching with fascination how things can um, can kind of develop. So yes, I hope we, we have a a good uh, responsive um, audience. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it a lot. And and lastly, when you go on stage, uh, what runs through your head? You know, do you lose yourself in the music to a certain extent? Um, gosh, that's not easy. Um, well, all sorts of checkpoints in a way. Um, but to be honest, I think gaining um, a momentum, I think, um, and also these things are, are affected by the conversations that you are having. Everyone and anyone in in the group, in the situation that you're playing, there's some internal conversations, but always as well an external at the same time. But I think for me, the less the less specific and the more the more instinctive will take over. It comes out of your preparedness, your openness, um, your sense of being one in terms of all the other musicians in the group, which can be instantaneous and it can also take practice. So there, there are a number of feelings, shall we say, as well as you know, more obvious things um, in terms of your creative ear and your composer <laughs> that's in the moment. So there's, there's a number of bits, but um, it is, you know, it's, it's a book or two in itself, <laughs> I'm afraid, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd, that would open a little bit of an idea on, on what it might be, but um, that is a question that um, we're we're doing our best to you know answer in a, in a better way every single time. You know, we, we, we come close to an instrument. You've been listening to the King's Place podcast. The King's Place Festival runs from Thursday the 8th to Sunday the 11th of September. 100 concerts in just four days, a showcase of jazz and blues, folk, classical, spoken word, comedy and experimental music. Tickets are available from just £4.50 per concert with click and mix discounts available online and through the telephone box office on multiple ticket purchases. For more information and to book your festival tickets, please visit kingsplace.co.uk forward slash festival. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the King's Place podcast. kingsplace.co.uk